every age, there is a cause worth fighting for. But in the future, the greatest threat to our survival will not be man at all. Tomorrow must travel across the stars to defend our world. We are a generation commanded by fate to defend humankind. Everyone fights, no one quits. We are going in with first wave. You smash the entire area. You kill anything that has more than two legs. You get me? We get you, sir. But they will face an enemy more devastating than any ever imagined. takes you to the front lines of the next frontier. Kill them all! Starship Troopers. Welcome to the night party where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I am, of course, your host, Zach Evergreen. You can find us on everything at Zach Evergreen on Twitter or your Instagrams. You can also uh, just search Knife Party Pod. We finally beat that crappy electronic band, the Knife Party Podcast. F them. We're the real Knife Party. And, uh, yeah. On the Patreon at patreon.com slash knife party. And I actually have my first female guest here with me. Uh, please welcome Lady Liberty. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so this is kind of weird. <laughs> we were uh, at my favorite Mexican restaurant bar. And then uh, you sat next to me and my dad showed up and you guys started hitting it off. So He's also awesome. He is. He is. <laughs> As are you. Oh, thank you so much. We're not fucking, by the way, in nope. case anyone's... Uh, a lot of my exes listen to this, so... Two of them confirmed. <laughs> no threat. So, um, it's been a minute since you've seen Starship Troopers, correct? Yes. But because you were talking politics with my dad, this movie is very political. Very political, actually. It's all about um, military-industrial complex and fascism and everything else like that. 
topics I enjoy speaking about. <laughs> yeah, it, most definitely. So we I always do episodes usually in two ways. So I do a making of, and then I do a film review. So right now we're in the making of, right? Awesome. So, yes, exactly. It is awesome. So uh, what we're going to talk about right now is uh, the making of this movie, and I am starting a personal war with uh, Rotten Tomatoes for a few reasons. First off, if you go and look this movie up on Rotten Tomatoes, they give it a 68%. So it's still certified fresh, but I think that's very, very, very ungenerous with them. And in fact, if you go on their goddamn website, they show the end of the movie. Like they fucking break kayfabe. They're like, here's the end of the movie, so you don't need to watch it. And in fact, their comment on this movie is a fun movie, ellipses, which means dot, dot, dot. If you can accept excessive gore and wooden acting, I do not think this movie has wooden acting. And the excessive gore, dude, it's a war movie. Saving Private Ryan, saving Ryan's privates is way more gory than this movie. By, by like a thousand percent. There's people putting their guts back in their, in their tummy tums uh, in this, uh, uh, in that movie, but not in this one. In this movie, it's like giant insects. It would make sense for people to get like ravaged and 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 destroyed, right? So anyway, um, for those two reasons, I would implore everybody for you to please rate the Night Party podcast. Here's why: there's a loophole that I'm just one man, but we could change the shit. Yes, because if I have 2,000, wait, 20,000 followers, I could actually be a critic, and I will change it from the inside. I will bring down the system of Rotten Tomatoes, but still here, we use the Evergreen Tomatoes meter, seeing how I am, Zach Evergreen. What would you give this movie? I know it's been a while, and I just found you on the street like a stray dog. <laughs> yeah, like, teenager movie when this uh, was out. Uh, 1997. So, Yes. Eighth grade, ninth grade. <laughs> We're the same age, yeah, by the way, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. You're about to turn. Uh, about to be an old lady for real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's okay. Dude, I like being old, though. I love Definitely. telling kids to get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> I love it when someone drives in my driveway to do a three point turn. I'm like, what is he doing in my driveway? And I just like stand outside with a baseball bat. Okay, it's not always a baseball bat. Usually it's a knife, but I mean, this is the knife party. So. The kids are all right. I'm working with some of these babies. The 19, 20 year olds, they're smarter and cooler than we think. I want to just be the crotchety oh, old lady, well, but I like, mean, if they're we cool. Can, if we can get them away from their Billy eyelashes, maybe. <sighs> they are. They're watching TikTok for the news and they're seeing the truth. It's uh, TikTok's bad. Oh, but TikTok is terrible. It's terrible. But Did you know in China, TikTok, out. they only uh, will allow you to be on there for 45 minutes if you're under 18? Because they're building up their youth. They're, they're educating them. We're allowing them to just consume all this social media garbage and like rot their brains like china has some some good ideas well you know what's funny is that what is this movie about this is about this movie is about propaganda believe it or not it really is um 
This movie was inspired by World War II propaganda posters. So back in the day, it was like, fight the good fight, you know, and, and, and we did this too. You know, the whole Uncle Sam thing was built off of World War II. And as is this movie, this is why I thought it was serendipitous that we met you in this bar and you and my dad are talking about QAnon shit and everything else. He like started that. that. We, of course he did. I didn't We don't do but... politics here at the Knife Party. All we do is party with our knives. But Also good. But because this movie is very political, we could talk about this movie in a political way. See, look, Lady Liberty, we are not trying to change the world here I at am. the Knife well, I know you are, but we're just, I'm just trying to entertain people. Totally. So, um, based off World War II uh, propaganda, remember those pictures were like, you're doing your part. You know, and it showed the girl with a muscle and she was uh, R- Rosie, Rosie the, the Riveter. Riveter. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, that that and also, you know, the uh, the the storming the beach of Normandy, you know, the all the... Glorifying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we if you do your post. service, you are in fact a part of um, the solution. Yeah, exactly. Now, do I agree with this politically? Yes and no, because I'm I'm purple. I'm a libertarian, yeah. right? Yeah, me too. So, but the great thing about this movie, and do not, do not fucking cancel me, bro. But the idea of this movie is fascism, but perfect fascism. And I believe that, I I know human beings are not capable of perfect fascism or perfect communism, but wouldn't it be awesome if we had no need? What, What about if like, his house is bigger than mine? What about if that didn't exist? What about if we are all just in harmony? And that's kind of what this is. This movie is actually based if Hitler would have won, I do not get me wrong. I am not a fucking fan of Hitler, but and Stalin and all that shit. I'm not a mass. Mur- of course, not. I totally against it. But the idea of the movie is: what about if the human race was all in perfect harmony? And we were worried about other planets rather than other countries. Yeah, we feed everybody. We've got everybody has what they exactly. need. And then it's us against the universe. Well, not against, but us defending sure. against the universe. But the idea of this movie was really, what if Hitler would have won? And he wasn't a cocksucker. And it all worked out. Now, that's never going to happen because... We have what you call in the human race the selfish gene. Well, we'll always, always hate our neighbor. The grass is always greener on the other side till you nuke it, right? So the story actually comes from a book, Starship Troopers by Robert A. Hillman. H-E-I-N-L-E-I-N. Maybe I pronounced it wrong, but it came out in 1959. Oh, do you want to read my notes? Is it Heinlein? He wrote, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. He also wrote Stranger in Strange Times, which became like a, a hippie, like one of the big, and that was in 61. And that was like what everyone was carrying around in, uh, you know, Woodstock, the first one. So it's based off that. There's a little bit of differences in this movie than that, um, than that book. For instance, 
They didn't call them Starship, even though it's called Starship Tribute, they call them droppers because they would have these individual like coffins that would like shoot out to the planets. And they they also had these troops called floaters where they had these um, rocket packs on their thighs. And so they could like fly up and shoot. But the, the director, we'll get in him in a second, um, was against it because he thought it made him seem too invincible. Like, how are you supposed to film a bunch of guys flying around just killing these guys? He thought it would be funner to have it like Normandy or or uh, World War II, where, I mean, this movie's based off it, where you have trench warfare, but instead of human beings, it's insects that don't take prisoners and will fuck you up. Thoughts? <laughs> you yes. jump in at any time, sweetheart. Right on. No, we're good. All right. So anyway, Ed Newmeyer. He wrote the screenplay, and he actually accused, and this is a drinking game because I'm going to say his name. He accused James Cameron. So James you got, Cameron. You got a drink. Got a lovely Medusa Imperial Milk Stout. It is fabulous. They are not a sponsor yet, but they will be because everyone's going to know my name. It's um, just a shout out. Yeah, well, yeah, it's well, yeah, yummy. There's nothing wrong with that. It we is like yummy. It. We like good beers, especially in this winter time. Stouts are fucking, Ooh, especially yeah. milk stouts with that malactic acid. Love it. Nice and round. It's heavy. Ooh, it's got a nice. Stop nice talking about my there. penis. All right, my wife listens <laughs> so to the show of sometimes. No disrespect to her. Um, you... She must be a lovely lady, lucky girl. <sighs> yeah, she's Cheers very lucky. All right, Nicole. Cheers. Nicole, right, cheers. I, her, wait, I call her pants. She's my pants. She's wearing them. She's got them also. No, no, no. We're just pants. pants. It's like, hey, pants, can you do this? Okay, pants. It's just like our pet names for each other. That's cute. It is kind of cute. <laughs> so anyway, Ed Newmeyer uh, wrote the screenplay, and he accused James Cameron for stealing this idea for Aliens, even though Aliens came out in 89. So I would say fuck off. But then again, that book is from 59, and this movie came out in 97. I just don't like anyone dragging James Cameron through the mud unless it has to do with Avatar, because fuck Avatar. How do you go from Terminator to Abyss to Terminator 2 to Aliens, and then you make Avatar? It's like, dude, we don't need that movie. Just stick to good shit. Anyway, uh, directed by uh, Paul Van Heeren. Do you know who Paul Van Heeren is? He does a lot of political sci-fi. For instance, RoboCop. You know that's about police stating. It's also about Jesus. And he also did, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, Total Recall. Do you like Arnold? Do you like me? Hey, Liberty, you know the girl in my dreams? Welcome to the party, Victor! Fucking love Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. He's, he's awesome. Um... So, uh, Phil Tippett, T-I-P-P-E-T-T, was uh, the creator of all the effects. Uh, This movie does use a little bit of CGI, which I'm not a fan of, but I'm cool with it on this one because it does actually make sense for the movie. I mean, how are you going to have, like, droves and droves and armies and armies of, like, arachnid-like creatures attacking everybody? You know, it's like you kind of have to do it. There's, There's no way you can do it. I mean, aliens, they are clever with it because they use corridors, so they only had seven aliens going to make it seem like there were 7,000. But in this movie, you kind because a lot of it's in daylight. In fact, most of it is. Um, 
It almost seems like the arachnids only attack in daylight except for the first landing. And we'll get to that when we do the review. Um, is there any... <laughs> I'm so calling you out. Sorry, sweetheart. Uh, is there any, th any uh, movies that have like great effects? Because I could probably name who did them. Uh, what, what is your favorite sci-fi horror movies? More about you. Come on now. You like Negro Modelo, so obviously you have good taste in beer. It takes a lot of good beer to make wine. Uh, so all it takes to have a guest on your podcast is pay their bill, by the way. No, I bought my tacos and my first beer. Fuck you. And then I was having fun. <laughs> you, you, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Normally, uh, if, if my guests travel over here, I offer them good wine and give them 20 bucks for bridge and gas. Cause I, I, but but seeing I, how we were walking distance. Absolutely. I came to Blade to get gas because it's like a dollar cheaper here than in Napa. Safeway? Uh, I try and not pay. I try and pay taxes in Solano County. I got it at Bonfair uh, over yeah, by Yeah, but Eco Napa Thrift. County is only 7.25, baby. It's By the way, um, I don't want to give them do, my you, money. Do, do you want me to tell you a secret hack about getting gas at Safeway or Chevron? Sure. You know when they say enter in your number, type in 707-777-7777. I usually get 50 cents off. It's like a secret that, yeah, because people don't want to give their info, so they just put sevens. Yeah, I just use my ex-husband. I number. swear. Well, fuck him. <laughs> Was he a douche? No. Do you like movies? He did. Can I get him on the show? <laughs> Maybe. He's Let's down. do that. <laughs> He's That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's like a He'd double three-way, <laughs> but like in two different episodes. I'd love that. <laughs> mm. No, I just like Vallejo. I like being down here. People are so much nicer. They're friendly. And well, it's less fentanyl and hypodermics and homeless than, than East Oakland, but yeah, you know. Napa's got our share of our of homeless. Not anymore. Oh my gosh. Let's not give away too much, sweetheart. Remember, this is a podcast and I don't want to be canceled. Right on. Yes. That being said, if you want to tweet me or, or message me about my toxic masculinity, that's at knifepartypod at yahoo.com because I keep it old school. You love toxic masculinity. I don't. The girls love it. I don't. It's I just, not toxic. It's just masculine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, like being, I'm not going to say aggressive, but forward. Definitely. You know? I, I think that one of the main problems with like our society right now is that boys are playing video games and not playing with sticks outside and playing street hockey and beating the shit out of each other and wrestling and 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 doing elbow drops off a waterbed and and you know trying to you know talk to the girl next door. Instead, they're playing Fortnite. Yeah, rebuild that you know engine with Grandpa. See what he's doing. And that's what this movie's all about: is joining the service to be a citizen. Versus a civilian. And that actually... So in this movie, you cannot vote. You cannot even have a kid unless you have military service. Now, do I believe in this? No. But if we were a world in, in harmony like this movie is, which, again, I think is impossible right now because we have a lot of regressed people. And I say regress, you know exactly what I mean. And that's another word that starts with R. Uh, but if we all actually came together on common sense, math and science instead of fucking feelings, I think it would be smart where, hey, man, you have to serve two years to have a kid, you know, instead of just people just crapping out kids like in the middle of nowhere. And it's, would you agree? Yes or no? 
I'm for freedom, so I'm, I'm for freedom to, as well. Uh, I, I would appreciate it if they voluntarily chose to well, do it that. Well, it is it is voluntary in this movie. Yeah, it is. But you shouldn't have to have two years required to be able to have a child. Like, and also we have some issues. But going we on have with a lot of at this point. You know, do you ever see the movie Idiocracy? Of course. Okay, well, a lot of stupid people breed. In fact, yes. Uh, I think that's what we're currently living in. That movie came out. Like Eighty-two. Did you know what the national fucking IQ is in? And uh, if you add it all up and make a mean, the average IQ in America. What do you think it is? Eighty-five. Okay, that's a little low, but well. it's it's ninety-eight. <laughs> Just feels yeah. Okay. Now we're the leaders of the free world, apparently. Do you know what the <laughs> average IQ is everywhere else? Well, we have a lot more chemicals and problems with our food and water, so I don't know. It might be higher elsewhere. It's or... a dead hundred. A hundred okay. is right. is the average IQ. Forrest Gump was eighty-nine. Hmm. Or 79, one of the two. I haven't seen that movie in a minute, but a long time. he was one point below um, regressed. Hmm. Or mongoloid is another word. You can't use the R word, so I, I just it's dance canceled. around it. Yeah, it's canceled. That's the council <laughs> bell. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, in this world, you have to actually serve in order to do that, which is pretty cool. Uh, I... I it, 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 some I'm qualifications say- might be good to be a parent. I'm not like to yeah, with you. Yeah, you actually that have front, to but- fucking take a math test in order to have kids. But then you get into eugenics if you do that too. too well, much. I don't believe in eugenics. Exactly. Who does? I just think that if you have a kid and you're stupid and you make under twenty thousand dollars a year, maybe I want to adopt that kid because maybe you're gonna fuck that kid up and he's gonna be a school shooter. I will take that kid too. There you go. So, um, anyway, uh, John Davidson was the producer, um, and this, they actually wanted the death of innocence, so they took a bunch of young actors that were not heard of. Now, this is a common referring thing in movies I like, where they take no names, because you don't want to see somebody and go, oh, I remember him from Blankety Blank, or I remember her from, from this and that show. So they took unknowns. Denise Richards and Neil Patrick Harris were the only people known in this movie. And they base they I can't say basically, that's a drinking game. Okay, I'm gonna say basically, I'm gonna drink. Basically. They chose them because they wanted a young cast and they wanted to show the death of innocence, meaning they're in high school, you know, they're going to proms, they're having like you know, games into they're in fucking warfare and they're dying and bleeding, you know? So it is about like the meat grinder. That is our military industrial complex of taking kids right out of high school. Oh shit. You got a bad GBA. Guess what? Join the fucking Marines, join the fucking air force. Well, that's for smart kids. Um, which I think is kind of cool. Um, so they actually called this movie on set as a joke, Melrose Space, because everyone was very good looking and very, you know, I don't want to say this, but very clean cut, white, Republican looking. Now, there is a couple of African-American gentlemen and women and a couple of uh, people of Spanish or uh 
I do not going to say the word fucking Latinx. You can go fuck yourself, Latinx. Go yes. get a Kleenex and cry in the corner. But a lot of people of, of uh, uh, you know, Mexican descent, um, Salvadorian descent, and all that good stuff. And believe me, hey, we met at a Mexican food restaurant. We're not fucking prejudiced. I just hate the word that ends with X. That's so stupid. They, they, Most of my friends actually here are from Mexico. They were born there. Did you we're know, all Americans now. Did Who you cares? Know, I have a lot. Of, in fact, my guitar player was um, uh, Andre. There's the record, baby. Uh, when I when he heard about the Latinx shit, he was pissed off. Yeah. Like, he was like, why the fuck? Anyway. Hablo Espanol. The language is not set up that way. Like, it's, it's not a... It's not a... This is the most political episode we've ever done, and it's about fucking stuff. But it is a very political movie, it's, so... That's what the current world is is about. Like, we're getting balkanized, and, like, we need to come together right now. Like, it's all and love. Watch we're all movies. humans. And watch horror movies and be scared and come together and be like, let's be scared together. So, because I said this had a no-name cast, I'm going to name some names and just ring the bell if you've ever heard of any of this, okay? okay yep. So, first we have Casper Van Dien. Nope. Okay, he played Johnny Rico. Then we have uh, Diana Meyer. Mm-mm. She played Dizzy, the uh, redhead girl that I, oh my God. I don't know what it's ever since. Um, Red hair is hot. My, oh, yes. My first movie ever that I've ever seen in movie theaters was uh, Little Mermaid with Ariel. And I don't know if kindergartens can get a boner, but dude... Ever since then, man, girls with red hair, Jesus Christ. Boys too, third grade, Tom Leonard, yes, new kid. Do you know why uh, Ariel wore seashells? She had to have something. No, bee shells were too small. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, we also have Denise Richards, who, oh, oh, you know her. I've heard of her. Yeah. She was married to a crazy, interesting person for a little bit there, right? Who I'd love to have on the show. You know, he had some questions. He had some hey, good Eli. questions about 9-11. Eli, <laughs> when are we getting uh, Charlie Sheen in here? He put a letter to the president in 2012, 2011. I thought you had him booked for January 13th. Perfect. All right, Eli tells me we're still waiting on his people. You know when they say your people talk to my people? Mm. Fucking Eli does not do a good job at booking What's people. Up with I don't know, but dude, he lives there, and he—you don't even fucking edit the show, dude. Eli, come on. The fuck. Anyway, I don't know. Um, we also have, and I think you'll know this, Jake Busey. Mm, Gary related. Yes, Gary's son. Okay. He's the one that goes, that gets the knife through the hand. You remember that scene? No. Okay. Um, we also have NPH. I'm going to need the full names on that. Neil Patrick oh, Harris. Of course. Doogie Hauser. How I Met Your And mother. also, yeah, exactly. And who could some forget Her- Harold and Kumar? Okay. Okay, now I'm going to say some names. And if you don't ring that bell, I'm going to be a little upset with you. Okay, first off, Patrick Molden. You probably don't know him. Nope. I didn't know him. And I haven't seen him in anything else like he plays the football player against Johnny Rico, and he later becomes a flight instructor. But uh, Michael motherfucking Ironside. Yay, nay. What was he in? That sounds familiar. He's the guy. 
hey, you know, he's bald and he's a fucking... He's... Okay, he's what Heisenberg was... He's in fucking Total Recall. Michael Ironside is a scary fucking man. Like, he looks like a serial killer. And with that, we have Clancy Brown. Do you know who Clancy Brown is? Sounds like an author. He does. Uh, Think about this. Do you remember um, Shawshank Redemption? Great movie. Okay. Remember the the main guard that beats the shit out of anybody? He goes, looks like this boy's going to have an accident. Remember when he almost throws him over? Mm. That's Clancy Brown. Do you remember the movie um, Pet Cemetery? Oh, never did not see that one. Okay, you know, right history up now, not mountain now. That's his dad. <clears throat> Clancy Brown is one of those ultimate badasses, and he has one of the sexiest voices you'll ever hear, ever in fucking voiceover. Clancy Brown is like super underrated, man. Him and Michael Ironsides fucking make this movie. And you know what's funny is, I don't really don't know too many movies that they're in. You know, it. it and I'm really into movies, and every time they're in a movie, I'm, I'm like, fucking steal the show. I don't know why they're not in more stuff. Um, it took over a year just to make the spaceships, so rewatch it. They wanted it to look clunky, and these spaceships, I'm talking, were 18 feet long. So when they break apart, it took so long where they would stop animation it. So this was months and months and months. They wanted to use very little CGI in this movie to make it look so good. And that's the cool thing about this movie, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I fucking love this director. Now, is he James Cameron? No. Is he up there? Fuck yeah. I mean, Predator is my favorite movie. This is a way better director. But uh, everything he does is like, you know, a very political statement. And that's why it's so great that we met today. Um... The music is by Basil Peldoris. And what you're hearing right now is his daughter, Zoe Peldoris. But this is a cover of a David Bowie song that I've been playing in the background. I actually mashed them together. Uh, a lot of people like music beds when it comes to podcasts for whatever reason so i just do it sometimes once in a while and i thought it would be cool to kind of mash them together so that way you can hear both um i already talked about rotten tomatoes how they fucking oops sorry about that didn't mean to you know rock the table there baby and um yeah that's what i got on uh i'm gonna call this episode death from above because that's the tattoos that they get on their arms uh you know, the 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 Rico's Roughnecks. So uh, now that we talked about this movie, what do you think? Are you going to watch it? Yes. It's free on Peacock. Do you have Peacock? No. Got my brother's Netflix. That's awesome. Well, Peacock is only $4.99. I definitely recommend it because it has everything pro wrestling, and I'm a pro wrestling fanatic. Now, without getting me in trouble, do you have anything to plug? Because uh, it's great to have a guest on, and I always give him a chance to uh, throw some shout-outs. No, I'm delighted to meet you and your pops. Um, I'm a I'm a bit of a lurker everywhere, so uh, I just enjoy other people's a content. A fucking proud and loud lurker. What you know, a- uh, yeah, I like to lurk on Twitter these days. We're trying to... You know, advocate for the First Amendment. I'm a constitutionalist. Uh, I think the founders of this country had some really good ideas. They had a few bad ones, but. Well, you know, in this movie, the idea of it is all the veterans saw that there was a bunch of 
liberals trying to change the government and they said fuck that you can't even that's the idea of this movie is that not liberals and not democrats and not republicans but this movie's about where hey you had to serve and you have to be uh, a libertarian a proud gun owner to even vote so that's why I thought you'd be perfect for this. It was so funny. It was serendipitous, like I said, that we were just sitting next to you and you and my dad got into the, all that fucking thing and I just sat back. <laughs> Are you going to go on a date with him, though? He's totally single? Totally single. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving, but I'm intrigued. I mean... And we're the same age, so he's clearly older than us. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, with age comes mind, experience. His mind is very, very attractive. I, I, I think see you, that. I see him, not I th- my stage. I think though. you should give it a chance. <laughs> I think it would be funny. I, well, I mean, out for me. Taco Tuesday again. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're going to move, it's like, he's not, he's not going to, like, I don't know. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. Um... It would be hilarious if you did. I mean, you know what? We'll live stream it. You know what? Hey, look, check it out. You and I get to hang out, and you get like free, like you know, cunning linguists. I'd say go for it. No, no. Wait, you don't like that? Oh I'm shit, celibate. His beard. I'm celibate. No, that's not a beard. Celibate? Beard. Yeah, How does I'm that work? Uh, I'm a serious person. Wait, does that mean you're like? Do you have a lot of toys, or are you just? No. Wow. It's me and Jesus, and I'm, I'm fighting the power. I got, big, wow. I got fish to fry right now. <laughs> me and Jesus got a beef, but we're, we're working it out. It's all, he loves you anyway. It's, it's, it's all love, and it's, that's Well, totally I'm fine still too. trying to tell him that he ripped off Raw because he came out thousands of years before, and he stole his gimmick. And just like pro wrestling, like, dude, you stole his gimmick. Give it back. Anyway, this is, uh, <laughs> this has been the night party part, uh, the night party podcast where we leave it all at cutting for. Remember, be kind and rewind. Yes.